Welcome to Digital Transformation I.O. This is a digital transformation and digital innovation podcast in which we discuss the world's transition to the digital era, how it ties into past economic periods, and what this means for us today and tomorrow. Input-output, that's I.O. And that's because we're taking input from what's happening out there in business, technology, science, society, culture, We process it and view it from the angle of digitalization and the fundamental transformations that it induces. And we output as episodes in this podcast, our analysis on what it means and what's coming next in our lives. This podcast is developed by a practitioner who happens to do research and to teach at Solvay Executive Education at ULB the free-thinking University of Brussels. It's primarily seeking to share views and content that can nurture other people's learning and research. What happens when you apply digital innovation to a course about digital innovation? That question may seem weird, but it somehow makes sense because what's the relevance of teaching something without either being a practitioner of it or being a serious researcher in the subject. The question emerged in my mind while developing course content for Solvay Executive Education's Advanced Master in Innovation and Strategic Management. I had to make some hard choices about what would be in the course, what would be left out, what we'd examine in detail and what we'd browse through only. And there was a thorny question of time devoted to bringing in perspectives from practitioners and also which cases we would work on. Needless to say, the subject of digital innovation is way too wide and way too deep to even hope to consider every aspect in just 24 hours of class. And of course, a sizable amount of homework, both individual and in groups. And yes, that was a warning for this year's students. In design thinking, which has become a cornerstone of digital innovation, we seek to truly understand the situation and needs of all stakeholders. So in this case, for example, while designing the course, I was thinking about all the stakeholders, participant students, the school, the academic director, my colleagues who are making sure that the course can happen, the people who work day in, day out to make sure that everything runs smoothly, and also myself because it takes time to develop content. And my goal is to make sure that these 24 hours are as useful as possible to the students and that In them being useful, they are also hopefully enjoyable. Therefore, I thought design thinking was the right way to go about this, focusing on the needs and the situation of all stakeholders. So in design thinking, when we do so, we're in fact on a quest to imagine and structure a solution that will address pains and needs in, in a way that is both feasible and sustainable for each stakeholder individually and for 
all the stakeholders considered together as a system. But to understand is not purely an analytical process. To understand truly is an exercise that commits the designer's entire being and all of the facets of their intelligence to the endeavor at hand. By intelligence, we don't mean just IQ or some other measure of a brain's data processing capabilities. We'll rather refer to Howard Gardner's eight intelligence types and how the designer will put them to work to create something that is adequate and sustainable and a good answer to a problem with a special emphasis on the necessary amount of empathy to see the world with the eyes of each of the stakeholders. For those in the audience who are interested in finding out more about the eight intelligence types, I'm posting a few references in the description of this episode. So as I said, the question that emerged in my mind was triggered by the design of the digital innovation course and the requirement of 24 hours in class in a context of uncertainty about in-person sessions with a keen understanding of video conferencing fatigue for many and with my own deep health desire to share content that I believe to be relevant and useful for people interested in digital innovation and digital transformation. This is what led to Digital Transformation IO. So Digital Transformation IO is a podcast, which means that you can listen to it whenever you want. You can decide to listen to it or not listen to it. You can pick the episodes and go deeper into some topics while you might decide not to explore others. And we'll try to keep the episodes to 8 to 12 minutes, depending on how much there is to say on a given topic. And also there's the exercise itself is something new because we haven't done that before in the course of digital innovation. And actually, I think that there's maybe just one other program in the school that has its own podcast. So it's innovation applied to a course about digital innovation. And that makes it somewhat recursive. For those of you who don't know what recursive is, I'll also post a few links in the description of this episode. And while I told you about those aspects of solution that I wanted to bring to the participants of the Advanced Master in Innovation and Strategic Management, you might wonder what other requirements may have been my own. And actually one of them was probably the deep-held desire to free myself from the 24-hour constraint and be able to give more content to whoever wants to use it. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'll try to keep it for this entire academic year, and we'll see if that becomes a habit or not. Thanks for listening to Digital Transformation IO. In this episode, we've only looked at one facet of the world's transition to the digital era and what it means for us today. Hope you enjoyed it and looking forward to having you for the next episode. By the way, feel free to subscribe if you want to be notified of new content on this podcast. Bye-bye.